astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good afternoon, Kate. Good afternoon. Today we are talking about the upcoming lunar and solar eclipses. Yeah, big stuff. Yeah, so we had some already earlier this year, which, oh my gosh, right, really sparked off a lot of the movement that we're seeing now. Yes. And um, this, the lunar and solar eclipse now, as we move into the end of November, November 30th, and uh, December 14th are happening at a new um, point. So the ones that we experienced earlier in the year were all at the Cancer Capricorn axes. Axes, yep. And now we are moving into um, Sagittarius Gemini axes. So this mm-hmm. is um, something very important to talk about. We are going to talk about how this will be affecting each of the signs. Yes. But considering when we're recording... I think we would be amiss not to (laughs) throw in some more... Say the obvious. (laughs) Some more election slash political insight. Right. To what's going on. And just for those who don't know, we're we're operating out of Las Vegas. Yes. Right. So what the national news going (laughs) on even as recently as this afternoon. Yes. This is... Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon, yes, um, after at this the election. point, Nevada hasn't claimed, Arizona hasn't claimed, Pennsylvania, but Las Vegas right. is getting, it probably hit the worst. I mean, the memes that are coming out right now are pretty hilarious. Yeah, Kate showed me a few <laughs> since I've sat down with her this afternoon. They are hilarious. Yeah. We, we, we poke fun at ourselves yeah. here. Being born and raised in Las Vegas, I think, I just, I found a lot of humor in them about like, oh, you know, for Las Vegas, you think they would know how to count faster you know, and then people are chiming in, oh, we only know how to count to 21. Uh-huh. Or, right. you know, Las Vegas, or maybe it's Nevada, sits 50th in line for um, education. education. And yeah. so they're like, cool, like leave it to the uneducated uh, strippers and gamblers yeah. and addicts yes. to yes. make the final call. Uh, yeah, I saw one that was phrased a little bit differently, saying the fate of the country is, of the, is in the hands of cocktail waitresses and bartenders yeah, and that's... dealers. <laughs> and so we can certainly see the humor. Yeah. Well, and so we just pulled up Las Vegas' chart and yeah. Nevada's chart prior right. to yes. this yes. just to see what's going on. And exactly. both Las Vegas... And Nevada, although they have separate birth times, yes. both are under very strong Uranus influences. Right. Yeah, Uranus is untraditional, walks to its own beat, right. looks a little bit different, sounds a little bit different. Um, and it's a flip-flopping energy, so it will oh. be interesting to see if Uranus we see it. Uranus is associated fl- with the roller coaster. One yeah. minute you're up, the next minute you're down, yeah. twisting about, fast reorientation, yeah. uh, but also out of step. Yeah, out, a little bit out of step, which that's obvious in general. But yeah, today uh, uh, Uranus is directly opposing uh, the sun of the state of Nevada. And it's sitting at the 10th house, our reputation, 10th rules. house cusp of Las Vegas. So we're getting a lot of free press. I said yeah. it that way. We're getting a lot of free press out there. People are talking about Nevada. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of interesting. And it's a surprise. I don't think we ever saw ourselves as a a state that's going to tip 
one way or the other to with a national consequence or worldly consequence yeah well and if you just look to see where the sun is right now in las vegas the solar arc sun it's all about pressure cooker environments needing to run a tight ship you know taking desperate measures to ensure freedom so works well under pressure so we, we do have that going for us but it is just interesting how it was it's literally funny, written it? in it humor and you know when we saw that when COVID broke out, we looked at that and we thought, oh God, that's, that's because of what's happened on the strip and all the workers that are laid off. And oh yeah, but, back in March, we predicted Vegas would be slow to bounce back. Yes, we did. It was like this very slow, being very precautious energy. So we applied it to COVID and just last <laughs> night, it was like 10 PM. I text you and I thought, oh my gosh, slow to react. And here we are being the last maybe to get our, get our boats in. So considering that we probably have the least, I mean, we're one of the smaller states population-wise. Yeah. We're large in geographic territory, but our population is yeah. has to be not the Silly. lowest, but getting close. Yeah. Okay, so back to the eclipses. So yes. the first one is going to take place on November 30th. It'll be at 8 degrees of Gemini. Mm -hmm. And again, just with everything going on, it would be a miss not to say it, but this will be conjuncting um, Biden's Saturn. Yes, we talked about this, but it's good to repeat it. Yep. And Generally, it, events lead happened before by the time november 30th happens it's done it's done True. there's no to me there's no afterlife after a lunar eclipse that you know the facts yep and it will be conjunctings um making a conjunction to trump's sun midheaven midpoint yeah midpoint of the sun midheaven which again that's a whole more specific but that's a key point sun mid midheaven that's your reputation yeah. And maybe it's judgment coming down. But again, lunar eclipse generally represents the end of a reputation. That would be my inclination if I was dealing with a, a client coming in. I'd say, oh, what's the change in your reputation? Yeah, well, and see, that's the thing about astrology is when we talk about predictive, yes. you know, that it would make sense that both of the candidates mm -hmm. have... A, um, a, an affinity a, yeah or a sensitive point at this because regardless of the outcome they both will have some sort of ending yes they will <laughs> right they're both gonna have a an major ending. ending yes right right so that i mean that does make sense and then um let's move in just because we're really close to that november date and just talk about december 14th really quick oh yeah because that one's at 23 degrees of sag and i think is that when the electoral elector college yeah well that's when the uh, um Yes, I'm going to say it's Electoral College, but it's a there's a formal procedure that goes the at that 15th, point that I declares. Think. I think it's the 14th or 15th. Okay. Yes, it's right so there. So we have a solar eclipse, which means new beginnings, new which beginnings. literally falls like within 24 hours, if not on the same day yes. of that announcement. And that will fall on Biden's um, Mercury-Jupiter midpoint. Right. And it will be conjuncting Trump's moon and opposing his son since he's yes. a full moon baby. And in the U.S. chart, mm -hmm. the chart of the United States, it'll be hitting um, at our Mars. Yeah, it'll be in opposite to our Mars. So we just want to make a point. That's huge that it's hitting Trump's sun-moon opposition. It's it's like plugging uh, the cord into the socket. Mm -hmm. Everything works. Everything's a glow here. So something is happening here. This is a solar eclipse, so it's generally considered a new beginning. Yeah. The only I would say is if he if he wins, obviously to me that second half, the second ter term would be quite different than the first. Now, how in what way I couldn't I even no tell idea, you. Yeah. It's just a very strong energy to have as your second. I understand it would be a real feather in his cap to be reelected, but um, it's a new beginning for him. 
And if I was with a client, I, as I said, I'd say, oh, are you getting married? Are you signing a contract? What are you getting into? It's something new. And I would say it's, it's exciting. It's good. Right. Unless he has something planned. Something right. big planned of what he would do if he doesn't win. Yes. Maybe that he's not sane, you know, because right. it, it would really support a new beginning. It really would. And yeah. generally 90 days later is where you see it, tangibly see it. So that was January, February, around middle of March, where it would be very evident what it's all about. Isn't that when, or is it February when they do like the inaugural, like they... No, January. Oh, January, January 20th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You should know that. Zero I degrees know. Aquarius, <laughs> right? Miss Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> Okay, and it's just funny then, again, I know we did our kind of our last thoughts on the election, but we just, it is just fascinating. There's so many points to look at. It would be overwhelming to talk yes. about them all at once. We but don't want to bore you either. You might be exhausted true. on that topic. That's true. That solar eclipse happening on the Mars in the United States. Yeah. It activates our Mars, which is about pushing for change, uh, being an agent for change. And yeah. when we talk to people about this energy, we say, you're going to be disgruntled. You're yeah. going to be like a disgruntled employee. You're not going to be happy. I've had a lot happy. of people leave jobs at this energy. Yeah. They're done with it. They cannot handle it. They need to get out of. Yeah. They're calling for a reorganization of the workplace. Like that yeah. things must be different. That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, even a refusal to cooperate, which that can be kind of scary going into this as well. I mean, there's already been projections about riots and people right. getting angry but then seeing that mars activated underneath that energy right and the other thing about that mars is the idea it's oftentimes about selling something wrapping it up uh you know grabbing everything you can Mm. and then letting it go so to speak so it's a great one for selling something extracting uh, money out of something you're done you move it on so we could that and that is that's our mars we our mars doesn't change no. You know, uh, that's a station. And we have point. a new beginning happening on yeah. that date. So mm-hmm. it aligns exact, you know, right when we should have the official results. I'm hoping yeah. that we have yeah. something before yeah. then. Yeah. But And on a really sly note, that Mars in our chart is associated with confidential money transactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to, I would go to money laundering or I could go to something about, you know, just uh, hush, hush money that goes pushing around. Again, we may never even know about that. Sure. Right. Okay. Um, like I said, we we had to mention that, but I know to. you, so maybe you were interested in that, but maybe you're more so interested about, okay, but how does this affect me? Me, <laughs> me, me, right? I get I that. I need to know. So this is a one and a half to two year energy that we're entering on this Gemini Sagittarius axis. So let's just run through all 12 of the signs and how right. they'll see this play out. Um, yes over the next year and a half, two years. And we'll start with Aries just being the first in the Zodiac. Yes. We'll be hitting your third, ninth house axes. Yes, exactly. And you know, that can be just, first of all, pretty normal stuff, making changes, day-to-day routine, uh, buying a car, selling an old car, that type of thing, getting into your biking or, you know, simple activities. But there's a heavier, that anytime that third house starts getting activated you get very much interested in very complex financial things that might be that might be coming your way so there's a seriousness here about having to look into details what does the will say how is that policy written oh am i a survivor am i what happens so there is some heavy seriousness moving in for aries and making sure that their paperwork is clean that it is so it can be protective yeah. or it could be proactive and, so, and also any sort of schooling licensing particularly hands-on yeah yeah having to go to a classroom having to prove i can do something 
yeah, certifications, licensing, do I need this license? It's a lunar eclipse coming up first. Mm -hmm. And that says, that's coming up fast. Yep. So that's saying, boy, that's coming here by the November month's 30th. end, November 30th. The solar is kicking off in December. That's much more optimistic, and that for Aries should be very good, that part of it. Yeah. Financially, even. And the third house, just because we're talking about a two-year theme, thinking like, what can we do for two years, right? But mm -hmm. routine should look very different. So mm -hmm. even just the daily, your daily schedule, where you go every day, where yeah. you're required to show up. Right. Okay. As we move into Taurus, Taurus is hitting that second, eighth house axis. Mm -hmm. So focus on money for Taurus, big ticket items, getting a little bit more serious about money. I say adulting around money, saving mm -hmm. it up, maybe putting some strains on your finances. Well, it's also becoming aware of, oh my gosh, I'm not saving. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, I am too much in debt. It's clarity. Always think of that lunar eclipse as clarity on something. They're, get, they're getting a lesson about their financial status. So there are sometimes good, oh, I can afford a new house. Mm -hmm. You know, that is possible. This isn't all just bad news. No. Um, but if there's anything going on, partner's money, what's what are they doing with their money, things you haven't taken into consideration, yeah, all of a sudden, by the end of this month, you're aware and doing some, probably some dutiful things. Yep. And if you've been out of control, yeah, you may be thinking, you know what, maybe we're going to have to file bankruptcy. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm going to have to give up that car. I'm going to have to give something up in order to make this work. Okay. Uh, when we move to Gemini, uh, first house, seventh house. Yeah. Should be some focus on self. Um, How do you introduce yourself? Yeah. Lunar eclipse is suggesting, oh, maybe I'm in, I'm close to, I'm making an announcement. Uh, again, a title change. Could put some significant focus on the physical body too. Oh, absolutely. Changing the physical body, changing the, I mean, you said handshake, but changing your presentation, the way people mm -hmm. see you from the outside. Yeah, what you're talking about, new topic. But again, it's coming to a conclusion. So there's a wrapping up of something. Uh, and we see a lot of focus on the 7th as well as we go into December. And that means new partnerships. Well, you know, right? What's going on in the partnership area? Who are you aligning with? Yeah. And mm -hmm. that could be employment wise. That can be uh, new circles of friends. Anyhow, it's, it's positive that those new alignments are very positive that are kicking off in December. Okay. Um, as we move into cancer, it's going to amplify the 12th house. Yeah. And then the sixth house. Yeah. You know, cancers may be in, what, what was that term where people stare at their belly button? I don't know. You've heard that term. No. There's a word for it, but anyhow, whatever okay. it is. The idea is you're tuning within. Yeah. You're, you're looking within. So again, lunar eclipse for cancers, they could be really processing a lot of uh, things that maybe other people don't know about. So let's just say therapeutic things. Behind, yeah, behind closed doors, things that you're not just... Your friends might not even know what's really going on with you right. as a exactly. cancer right now. Exactly. It would be great if you're getting, uh, studying a new, uh, what do you call it, protocol, uh, Reiki, something of that nature where I'm trying to get up to speed training. Because where you're going, right, mm -hmm. in December, and that kicks off an energy that will go out for all throughout uh, 2021, is the work environment. New beginnings in the work environment. Or health dietary beginnings you know yeah so getting a raise getting recognition getting a new title skills being recognized yeah, yeah. that's all very good yeah uh leo's hitting 11th house first followed by the fifth house 
I think those Leos are having a little attitude. They might be saying something like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, okay. That I'm yeah. not sure I need to hang with these people anymore. Or they could be worried about getting kicked out, yeah, wondering, like, am I going to be here? How long am I going to be here? Yeah, redefining who my friends are. Yeah. How do I fit on this team? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we see that some sort of close closure as we end uh, November, get to the end. And then it's preparing you for that fifth house energy in December. Yeah, now I can express myself better. I can be who I am. I'm not putting up this false front that it takes to hang out with those people. Yeah, it should open up your social circle. It should open up maybe... Very good if you want children. To be initiated into something. Yeah, well, maybe a lot of focus on one of the children. Generally, I would say the first child, most likely, but could be children in general. As we move into Virgo, Virgo, you're having some sort of closure in your 10th house of reputation. Your reputation. Again, it's hard. It's factual. Yeah. You can say, Friday was my last day. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm moving. I'm not going back there. Right. It's very clear, declarative sentences. This isn't, uh, this isn't uh, nothing like what I spoke about when I said staring at your belly button. Yeah. This is very factual stuff happening here. Uh, it can be announcements that you make regarding, oh, this is the status of my relationship now. It's changed. It used to be this, now it's that. Yeah, unlike that cancer energy that you were talking about going within, mm-hmm. people should see be able to see from the outside what the change is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. It could bring up some parental concerns as well. Absolutely, yeah. parental concerns. I want to, you know, just before we go finish this up, is that these energies, these lunar eclipses are already starting. Yeah. They, they started September 1. So again, we're now sitting here, you know, around the 5th of November. Um, So we're saying we're very aware that some people have already gone through this, some of these things. It's just, it's done by November. We're close enough to it now that it should um, be making a lot of sense for everyone, whether I've just gone through that or I can tell I'm on the brink of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. If we started talking about it in September, by the time we got to here, everyone would have forgotten. What am I supposed to be going through? So we're trying to catch you in the middle Mm -hmm. um, to either just give you some reassurance. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's why you went through this or Mm -hmm. um, some reassurance for what's going to happen here in the next two, three weeks. Um, Virgo, but okay, so Virgo's close, closure in the 10th house, but some sort of new beginning around the home. Yeah, yeah, and that can be new roommates, that can be a new address, that can be just an improved home. Yeah. Make it, putting a lot more focus. Remember, this is, this is an energy that's going to go out 18 months, right? So this might be, oh, we are going to, with a commitment, we are going to start, we're going to paint, and then we all know where it happens then. You start painting and all of a sudden you're laying new floors and you know it goes on now and on and on. None of the furniture matches. Right, yeah. exactly. So you know, improvements in your base, your foundation, your home. And then even in the work environment, we can get those. Yeah. So we went through the first six. So now we're going to be talking about the counterparts, the yes. flip side of it. So mm-hmm. we'll be saying the same houses, but we'll be leading with the opposite number. Yes, okay. exactly. So exactly. for our Libras, kind of going to that Aries energy, you're going to have an ending in that ninth house. Yeah. A check arriving. I got a great example. Okay. Again, we can't go into the details, but just today, oh, my nice. Libra husband got a phone call. Oh, some more money was found. Oh, another little check, not a not an earth-shattering check, but hey, extra money is showing up. Okay. So there we go, out of the ninth house, legal matters. Legal matters. Getting um, clarity now. Oh, money's that nobody knew about. Oh, here they are. Or even the um, beliefs, like things that you subscribe to. 
oh. having an ending around those. Yeah, sometimes something. it's time to withdraw from the cult, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. <laughs> Yeah. And it could be, this could be even a political alignment. I'm done, I'm pulling out, I don't want anything to do with that. It's a belief system and saying, you know, particularly where people are trying to convert you, you might go, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and then it'll be moving into the third house um, mm-hmm. in December. Mm-hmm. So something nice around new routine, something mm-hmm. nice around um, pedaling, courses. movement, coordination, things of that nature. Very good example of it. Uh, Then we move into your sign, Scorpio. Yay, Scorpio. (laughs) You know what? If I can make a comment, you know, I just finished the ninth, the third combination for the last 18 months. I took more classes in the last 18 months. I took, I used to take it, do a lot, then I stopped it. I had too much overload. This summer, I took four summer classes uh, in astrology. that was a tremendous amount, and they went back to back to back. So uh, it was quite strong. That was my blowout. Never have I been that intensely in a class and and absorbed had absorbed so much information. Okay. So again, just share that. That's where I'm coming from. Now I'm into an eighth house. So we're into the books. We're into heavy financial concerns. We're looking at stock market where we stand. We're looking at should we sell this? Should we get out of this? Um, everything to do with. Uh, all the serious stuff, yeah. you know, that what would happen if I died, what would happen if my spouse died, all those things, looking at them. And it's also entertaining the idea of making some bigger changes, uh, construction, renovation, things of that nature going on. So just to clarify, Scorpio's um, eighth house, second house, so you're talking about the innards, dealing with the innards, dealing with the darker side, dealing things with the that stuff people that people don't know. Yeah. People don't know, you know, how much you have in the bank. They don't know how much your debt load is and moving monies around, doing things of that nature. Yeah. So closing out that eighth house, opening up that second house, serious monies. Yeah. Like you said, what's what going to happen? What if? value? What should we do? And, and it could include a splurge, particularly in the December arena, splurging on something that we would really get value out of that. Okay. Uh, for our Sagittarius, they're closing up the seventh house, something ending in the seventh house of yeah. partnerships, yes. uh, best friends, you know, possibly the way that other people perceive us mm-hmm. with the seventh mm-hmm. house from the outside, and then some sort of new beginning with the first house, so new beginning with self. Yeah, new, new that, that's good because there could have could have been no, not absolutely, but could have been like overly focused on how people are reacting to you. What did they say? What are they thinking about me? And there could have been a yearning on some level to want to belong, want to connect, but feel like, I'm not sure. At this point, I think um, Sagittarius would be saying, you know what, let's be honest. I, we don't have a lot in common. Yeah. You know, Maybe we just forget it. We're not doing that. And then they turn that energy to themselves. Yeah. And they get into something. They find their passion. And it's a very good one for the physical body, coming back to the first, coming back onto some sort of program for their physicality, physical awareness. Yeah. You know, very good. Uh, for Capricorns, uh, first it's in the sixth house. So some sort of wrapping up with work, mm-hmm. with health. How they serve. How they serve. They may be rebellious. They may say, I'm done. They don't treat me well. They don't respect me. Yeah. That would be classic. And they should have some new beginning in the 12th. And again, that 12th, it's hard to explain. So probably some inner type of work. Growth, self, 
group therapy meditation yoga mm -hmm. and there may be there may be a need to do something that takes you away that gives you some space yeah. You know, we like to think that we have, oh, there's a corner in the house we can go to that no one disturbs. Not everyone has that. But some people go, I go for a walk and I'm, no one interrupts me. I turn off my phone now so no one interrupts me. And we could think of racier things they could be doing as well. True. <laughs> Which True. are escaping into the little la-la land, so to speak. <laughs> but we're not going there. Like and this is pretty positive. The solar eclipses generally suggest newness and excitement. Lunar eclipses suggest, okay, wrap it up. It's like someone standing off stage going, you know, with that little hand motion going, yep. I'm going to pull you off stage here in, in countdown. Yeah. Um, Aquarius, a wrap up in the fifth house. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what, do you, what, what do you say, Kate? I don't know. Do yeah. you have that one? Mm, I can definitely see already the 11th house. Well, you know, you'd have to, well, good. I'm glad you can see the, the 11th house. But have you been having as much fun? Lunar eclipse in the fifth house, you might be saying, I can't afford to have fun now. Maybe mm -hmm. I've got some responsibilities. I'm just giving yeah. that as a good example. Yeah. That you know what, I need to put more focus on. I need to be up in the morning. I need to get this done. I can't be doing this. Or, or someone who wants me to uh, talk at length, you know, in a parking lot, you know, after something is done, you need to get home. You need things yeah. to know. It's a seriousness there. Okay. But here's the other thing. Think of this. Again, those who know astrology well will follow this logic. Fifth house is naturally ruled by the sun, Leo. Mm -hmm. You're having a lunar eclipse in the fifth house. Lunar eclipse on the sun, in the sun's house, yep. would be a new birth, yep. a new beginning. That's what so, I see. So there we go. The lunar, even this case, it's a wrapping up, but it's 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 kind of like birthing the baby on some level. Here's the baby now. Yeah. Yeah, I've not even made a, like an official announcement about my. She's got been. stuff going on the side. That girl. I may at some point be here by myself. No. Me, me and me astrology. That's what I'll call it. Me and me. But no. It's, but it still Kate has does to have do. something. No, you'll start hearing a commercial ad brought to you by, <laughs> by my new company. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, she, birthing something. Yeah. Fifth house is always about new beginnings, and this says. It's off the launch pad. You know, we it, it's complete. You can see it. It's visible. Yeah. And the 11th house is networking. Networking. Marketing. Who's my community? Reaching out into new sectors, new fields, connecting with yeah. new people. Right. Um, and then the last one is Pisces. Yeah. So Pisces should have some sort of wrapping up here in the fourth house of home. Mm -hmm. You know, making make some changes to the home saying you got to get out right yeah <laughs> some... exactly putting down some rules about what what can happen in this home and what cannot happen in this home and, and i don't want to be light about it because it could be some sense of loss could be with that as well again if you're already if you're a pisces and you're listening to this i'm not concerned that something terrible is going to happen to you in the next three weeks you already know it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it. It's been going on September, October. So again, I don't want to scare anyone to think some bad news is going to jump out at this point. You see it coming. Yeah. You can see the logic of it. And this is all preparing you for a new beginning in your reputation. And you're going to be more serious. Yeah. You're going to probably take on extra responsibility. You're going to be dutiful. These are boring things. Longer hours. You know, longer yeah. hours. Yes, but doing the right thing. And that's something you're going to be working on for the next 18 months. And we're all going to, we all have a, just got an assignment. We did. <laughs> you know. We did. That wraps up um, the 12 signs and how these upcoming lunar eclipse and solar eclipses will affect you. 
So again, I mean, I know everyone's on the edge of their seat about how will this play out here in the next couple um, weeks for obviously the United States and for us on a, on a very personal level um, with these big with these big planetary movements. So right, right. But I think either way, that the chart of the country, the chart of the country. I think that's probably the most important of every of them, and it's all about some sort of closure and some sort of sense of you know. Um, uh, harvest time the best pull what we can out of what we've done and we got to move on at this point new projects new new modes so thank you so much for joining us on another episode and uh, we look forward well hopefully to talk to you guys next week and and have some more clarity on what's happening exactly exactly (laughs) okay bye take care before you go. I did just want to start sprinkling some hints that mom and me are going to be coming out with an amazing Black Friday special. You won't find out the details until next month, but as our podcast listeners, I did want you to be the first to know. So keep tuning in to find out the details. And as always, if you'd like to book an appointment, you can find me at www.thekatewin.com. And you can find my mom, Mary Swick at www.maryswick.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the underscore Kate Wind to get daily insight about astrology and feng shui.